Welcome to The Flock, a podcast about the parishioners of St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church in Goshen, Indiana. Now, join David Post as he talks with the people of St. John's about their faith and how they try to live it every day. Welcome to another episode of The Flock. This week we are interviewing Rita Elliott, and uh, she's a young mom from St. John's, and we're excited to hear her story. But before we do that, uh, Mr. Staff will lead us in a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, thank you for just the uh, friendships that we are forming, the bonds that we are forming out of hopefully doing your work here and help us to do your work uh, through this podcast, getting to know your flock and the people that you put in our paths. Help us to grow closer to you by seeing how you have shown your graces in their lives. Uh, we pray that you're send your spirit down upon David and Rita and myself, and that you just help us to um, share what you want, want to be shared with, with those people listening. We pray for our faith, for the faith of the, the people listening, that it can be strengthened, it can be repaired, it could be just bring people closer to you. We pray for the continued success and protection of St. John and we pray for our priests that they continue to to lead us where you want us to go to get closer to you. In your name I pray. Amen. amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. So Rita, uh, you, you told us you've heard a few of these, so you kind of know how it <laughs> works a little you. bit. Yeah, yes. Okay, perfect. So uh, if you don't mind, just kind of start at the beginning where you okay. grew up and uh, where things got started for you. Okay. Um, cradle Catholic. Grew okay. up in Middlebury, Indiana. Okay. Um, big Polish Catholic influence on uh, my faith. Um, you know, grew up going to Chicago to see my grandparents, and we would, you know, all, all of us kids had to like line up on the couch and we'd pray the rosary, and you wow. know, it was like the plastic lined couch. So you'd like peel yourself off yes, after. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it felt like you were there forever, but yeah. just such a really good. Um, Catholic influence from my grandparents okay. and all the extended family. It was, it was good. It was. Now are both your parents Polish descent? Yes. So oh. we, we had it from both sides and, and it was funny cause I went to public school, but yeah. my friends would be like, why are you doing this? I'd be like, I don't know. I got to go ask my parents. Like, is this because we're Polish or we're Catholic that we do this? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't quite sure. It was so intermingled that it was, in I'm, I, don't, I don't know why we're doing this. You know, it's like, um, so yeah, definitely a really heavy Polish, um, yeah. influence on the faith, which was great. I mean, yeah. I didn't know any different, but yeah. So both parents were Polish and both parents were Catholic. Mm -hmm. So you got both sides kind of with all these traditions. Now were the same traditions or different traditions? Uh, mostly the same. We had a okay. lot of, I think they had a lot of the same traditions and oh. yeah, so it was. Pretty cool. It was good. Now, were your parents from the same area? Yes, they grew up in the East Chicago okay. area. So. Okay. So when you go back to East Chicago, you get to see every all Their the old family. stomping grounds and all nah, that. That's so. cool. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So um, obviously had that awesome upbringing. Uh, where, how did things go for you as you got through school and things like that? Um, it was good. Even though I went to public school, I didn't feel like I really, I mean, and it was in 
Middlebury. So yeah. I, there are not a lot of Catholics no. in my classes. Um, yeah. But I didn't really get questioned about my faith okay. a whole lot, I don't think. Um, went to youth group. We un, uh, went to St. Joseph's in LaGrange growing up. Oh, okay. Um, until I graduated and went off to college. Um, that's I attended IPFW for undergrad. I cannot speak highly. I don't know how it is now. But yeah. when I attended the Newman group, the pro-life yeah. group, insanely active, okay. wonderful. I wow. I think that's where my faith, you know, it, rubber meets the road. You had to, yeah. to choose in college yeah. to remain yeah. faithful and active in your faith. And um, went to Mass every Tuesday on campus. I remember oh, wow. Bishop Darcy saying Mass for us on campus. My freshman year, it was wow. just, That's it really was, cool. um, I would a, not expect that. No, not, not from a secular school like that. They were very much on fire there. And that's where, um, after joining the pro-life group, I went to my first March for life with wow. an IPFW group. We had a huge, um, bus we took down and yeah, it was, um, definitely a time in my life where. I had to choose that, yeah. you know, my Catholic faith over yeah. what everyone else was doing. All I, the other options. <laughs> I'm not saying I was perfect, but no. um, I, I went to Mass every Sunday. I yeah. found a, a home parish in Fort Wayne that I really yeah. loved. And um, it, it was it's kind of funny. Uh, my friends thought I was a little crazy, my roommates. I, I would, if I would go on a date with a guy, I would tell them, up front. Yep. I'm marrying a Catholic, so, you know, <laughs> this isn't going to work, work out. out. It's not going to work out. And I had a lot of guys I didn't hear from for some reason, you know, after the yes. <laughs> first date. But uh, that's when I met Ryan. Okay. I, we were both um, down at Purdue. He okay. had already graduated, my, okay. my husband, Ryan. Yeah. And um, yeah, we just saw each other and it was like yeah. instant, instant love there. And at least on my end, so. That's cool. <laughs> so you were at IPFW. IPFW. And then you transferred to Purdue? Or... No, I was just visiting a friend. Just visiting. just visiting a friend. Oh, um, and, and, and he, he was, was just visiting out. a friend. So neither of you really had no, any connection to Purdue. No, we had, we had no connection. Than... We, yeah, neither of us were attending Purdue at the time. Okay. So. Um, and then I, um, for grad school, I went to Western Michigan University. Sure. And that was a different experience for me. Um, not a big supportive catholic group yeah. there um so i'm glad i already had a good foundation yeah. um by then we were already engaged and okay. i don't know i guess i wasn't it wasn't so much about you know making friends i was there yeah. to get my <laughs> master's and get yeah, out i was pretty little, busy so yeah i i think in grad school if you have that kind of direction and you know what's in front of you it's a little more business-like than that graduate experience yeah, it was it was yeah. it was a different experience there. it was not bad but um yeah. our pro-life group at western was just really small and the one at ipfw was huge and we yeah. ended up um i should say we but um the abortion clinic in fort wayne ended up shutting down had prayed outside of it yeah. many times and then go to kalamazoo and i'm praying outside of the planned parenthood and you get a lot of nasty <laughs> jeers and honks experience. and things. Yeah. It was just a different experience, but yeah. not bad. It was just Wow. Yeah. Now let's go back a minute. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Middlebury too, so I can I can relate to <laughs> yes. the uh, you know feeling like the only Catholic mm -hmm. sometimes. But there's definitely lots of good Catholic families in Middlebury, but um, definitely not the predominant one. Right. 
I felt like sometimes later in life that that kind of, I don't know, helped me define my faith a little better because, you know, I couldn't just blend in with all these other groups. Does that make sense? Did you find that at all? Yeah, I guess, especially once I started becoming more aware as I got older. Yeah. I did recognize that there was some fundamental differences. And, um, you know, our Catholic faith was really strong. Granted, it was tied in with that Polish culture. But but still, still I could tell things were a little different. People don't quite believe um, what we do. And it was a little bit hard, I think, to to really get close to friends, especially when you get older. Yes. That don't believe the same thing. Yes. It does get a little more difficult. Okay. I, I just have to tell... I remember once in junior high where I was on the cross country team and I don't know where this came from, but someone wanted to do a prayer and I was like, well, let's say the Hail Mary. And they all looked at me like I was like, like, you know, I was crazy. And I'm like, oh, no, you guys don't know this one. And no, they didn't know that one. They didn't so, know that one. That's no. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, um, you went through grad school yes. and then, um, I, I think I know, but what were you studying in grad school? Uh, speech, speech language st- pathology. Okay. Yeah. So then um, you and Ryan were going through the process of becoming engaged at that yep, point. Yeah, we were engaged and then got married. Okay. And, oh, well, I should I should back up a little bit. Ryan was not Catholic. Okay. Um, he stuck around yeah. <laughs> after that first date. So. Yeah. Um, and he started going through RCIA with Don okay. and George Patel, and they yeah. were fantastic. Love them. Awesome. And, um, yeah, I he remembered me saying that, you know, I would only marry a Catholic. So um, before the Easter vigil, all our families were over at my parents' house, yeah. and that's when he proposed. He, he thought he'd cut it a, a little early. <laughs> he wasn't quite Catholic yet, but soon <laughs> a couple hours. Enough. He was close enough, he thought. so. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really cool, though. Yeah. So. Okay, and the whole family was there for him there, going into the, it was, yeah, into the church. Yeah, it was awesome. That's really cool. Okay, so then where did things go from there? So you're both... In the church now. We're both in the church. Um, things got kind of uh, crazy. And, I, and I'm going to preface. I love my husband. He's yeah. the yeah. most amazing man. Yeah. We, uh, we shortly after we got married, um, started having some marriage issues. Uh, Ryan was a, uh, an addict, an alcoholic. And uh, so things got... Yeah. Got... Um, pretty serious, pretty real, pretty fast yeah. in our marriage. And it was hard because I felt like my faith from my end, um, I felt isolated. Oh, yeah. And um, I always leaned on God during those yeah. times, but it was it was hard. And I did feel like no one knows what I'm going, you know, no one's been through this. Yeah. And um, that can be really isolating in a marriage. Absolutely. Um alcoholism is definitely a family disease yeah um but we had great resources and the church i mean it's just been a theme through our life through our marriage the church has always been there for us and we talked to a priest father tony at the time and uh he kind of helped us uh get into aa and al-anon and um it was yeah i we always say that the catholic church and aa and al-anon saved our marriage it was Within the first year, it was we were on the verge of divorce, and yeah. it was crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, God is so has been so faithful to us and shown his yeah. his mercy through our marriage. And yeah, 
we made but, it through. But you have to be open to it too. I mean, you have to be open to that grace and things and absolutely. It's so yeah, yeah. When you hit those challenges, mm -hmm. yeah, it's really hard. But it's awesome when that the the church can be there and you can lean on that support and then feel that support back. Absolutely. It, and through the diocese, um, we've done counseling, which sure. is such an amazing resource that yeah. our diocese offers yeah. to have a catholic counselor yes was just pivotal for us it was it made the difference because yeah. um you know our faith is is central to us and to have a counselor that understands that absolutely and prayer and just our faith in general yeah. um was able to be really special for us for recovery yeah. I, I found like any like big thing like that when you can kind of situate it within your faith it just makes it so much easier and you can find those people that can relate to you in the same ways it it makes all the difference mm -hmm. okay so you got obviously obstacles kind of in those first yeah. few years of marriage but luckily you were had the support and things to get through that where where do things go from there uh, we after that shortly we we got pregnant uh -huh. um and at 14 weeks, I had a miscarriage. So yeah. that was like another <laughs> devastating, another yeah. devastating thing. Um, I was, I was at a point in my faith where I was pretty angry at God yeah. at that point. Um, not, not because of everything accumulating. It was just, you know, I didn't understand why I had to go through that. Yeah. Um, but again, the, the church was there for us. God was, was there and really it was mary that helped me through that the most just yeah yeah just her i think because i was so mad I, I felt so um abandoned by god at yeah. that point that he knew a mom like yeah. needed to show yeah. me that mercy and that love and boy i felt it i felt it from mary and powerful it helped me through to get through that second thing <laughs> Obviously, you get to a point though now where uh -huh. you guys have yeah three awesome kids. Yes, we have we have three kids. Earthside, we we had ended up having another miscarriage. Okay. Um, Alice Wheeler was a person through at St. John's that um, really just I love her. She helped yeah. us through those times. Uh, we also struggled with infertility for a while and. Yeah. Um, our area is special because we have two NAPRO doctors yeah. within an hour in mm. South Bend, Fort Wayne. Dr. Stroud is who we ended up going through. Okay. And um, that was just the best experience. Yeah. Um, talking about healthcare earlier, it's um, having someone Catholic who understands the faith, yeah. especially within fertility, that's not yes. going to recommend IVF or something yes. like that. It's going to truly understand the um the value of life. It was a totally different experience than um, going through where we did before with our miscarriage. So, um, yeah, that was. But that's, again, though, you see how a lot of other couples that are having infertility, you know, the, the lengths they go to and, mm -hmm. uh, and what they experience and what they go through. And I can only imagine how, how, comforting it would be to again have that catholic aspect there uh, that I, yeah, you know was is part of it immediately and, walking through his office there was a big our lady of guadalupe and it's like 
you know, and just different prayers around that. I was yeah. like, yeah, this feels, this feels right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's so knowledgeable. It was. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And probably worth noting, you guys had twins first, right? We had twins first. So that was like <laughs> a shocker. <laughs> it was a shocker. <laughs> yes. Um, such a blessing. And uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we definitely relied on St. John's because I tell you what, the meal train was yeah. amazing because <laughs> we were not sleeping at all. I'm sure. Uh, then I had to have an emergency, like a surgery a week after. And oh St. John's just continued that meal train. And I will forever be indebted <laughs> to the wonderful women and, and men too that, that helped um, with the meals because that yes. was definitely felt yes. um, St. John's um, feel like a family. It felt like a family yeah. by that point. Yeah. We just... Yeah. Yeah. And when uh, it again knowing you have that community there is 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 really just a, a an incredible feeling I think. It is. Knowing that that's there when you need it um and hopefully you don't need it but right. When you do need it it's awesome that uh it's available and and you know that support's going to be there. And and again in that Catholic aspect because I'm sure you get support from other people too, you know, that were outside the Catholic church and, uh, supported you in lots of different ways too. But uh, there's definitely something to that oh, yes. Catholic element and that yep. can relate just a little differently. So talk a little bit about being a parent. I'm sure. So <laughs> you, you stay at home now, right? I'm yep. Stay at home mom. Okay. Um, I love it. I yeah. love being at home with them, you know, building the domestic church. Uh, yeah. Join the moms group at St. John's, awesome. which has been lovely. I awesome. love it. <laughs> Amazing women in the moms yeah. group. Um, yeah, it's it's been challenging. Sure. Um, we had three under three for a while, which <laughs> was a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brian's shaking his yeah. head. <laughs> yeah. You know what the twin deal is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he understands the twin deal. The twin deal. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But it's, I wouldn't change it uh, for the world. And it's been great. It's yeah. no, no. Would you have seen yourself being a stay at home mom all along? No, no. I think growing up, it was like, you go to college, you get sure. a job. Um, yeah. That was just kind of, I was so career oriented okay, yeah. that I don't know, being a stay at home mom, I thought maybe, sure. I mean, I wasn't, you know, anti stay at home mom or anything, no. but, um, it's truly a location that I have learned to love. And there are yeah. hard days. I mean, there are very hard days. And my husband can attest that some yes. days it probably doesn't look like I want to stay home. No. But <laughs> I love it. It's been the biggest blessing. And awesome. uh, I feel like it it fits in with our faith so well. Yeah. Um, and to be able to um, be our kids' first teachers of yeah. the faith is so important, especially yeah. in today's society. And yeah. Um, yeah, the moms group has just given me so much ammunition for that and um, mm -hmm. been super supportive. Yeah. Um, do you, do you, have you thought about homeschooling? Have you, do you think you'll go that route or don't know yet? I don't know. I have a whole year to yes. think about this. Yes. <laughs> so. But they are getting closer to that <laughs> age, are, right? Yeah. Next, next fall we'll be, wow. we'll be thinking about school. So that's exciting. Though. I'm not sure what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> just, you got one day at a time. Yeah. Just get through the yeah, next day. We take day it one day at a time. <laughs> that's, that's a perfect way to do it. Um, so uh, you've already mentioned a couple other people that mm -hmm. uh, were really influential to you. Uh, 
any other groups that um, or experiences at St. John's that you've been a part of that have been really uh, impactful for you? Yes. Um, uh, Kingdom Builders. Okay. I helped bring that to St. John's. Sure. I was on core team. Uh-huh. Uh, Denise did all the hard work. I <laughs> Trust me. <Still>. She's... <laughs> Um, I helped a little bit, I but guess the, I should the say. The team but is important, trust me. Sure, team is important. Um, that was a, a really great experience um, doing that. My husband and I, we ushered for a long time. Yeah. That's kind of how we learned who a lot of people were at St. John's awesome. was ushering. And yeah. I'm not even sure how we got roped into doing that. <laughs> so one of those things you got volunteered Maybe Alice Wheeler asked yeah, us. Yeah, could be. Probably. Um, but that... We had fun doing ushering, yes, yes, yeah. um, you know, pre-kids kind of thing. Yes. Um, and then we taught youth group for okay. a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was also great. Got to know Mr. Sapp's kids through yeah. that. Um, yeah, that was a really great experience. Um, and then now we are a pre-Cana sponsor couple. Oh, so awesome. we help couples coming in and getting ready to, to get, married. get married, have the sacrament of marriage through St. John's and uh, wow. yeah, that's been, been really good too. That's and, really cool. And Ryan sings in the choir now. Oh, so wow. Listen for his awesome voice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's really embarrassed about it, but he has a terrific voice. So. No, I'm sure he does. We, where did we hear this funny story about him coming down to the choir loft because he was worried oh, about I one was, of the kids? So one of the, <laughs> I, I'm not sure what happened. All I saw was he came down and he was headed towards like a beeline towards you. This is a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And and like, you know, just that parent, you've got that radar, like, Oh, something, yeah. you know, he could tell someone was totally melting down yeah. and he feels pretty guilty leaving me no, down no, there with yeah. three kids. Yeah. Anyways, he's so sweet. He came down and he's like, do you need help? Like, I think yeah, it was our was youngest the... Colby, like probably screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh, we're good. You can yeah. go back. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the dad walk. Oh shoot. I'm up here doing this. Do yes. I need to be down there? He's got that great yeah. view from the choir. He always tells me, see... you can, you can bring the kids up. I'm like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> well, we'll keep them down there. So there is definitely something. It's a special experience to have your kids in church. And St. John's is incredibly supportive of it, yes. I, but having your kids in church and that feeling like everybody's looking yes. at you. I mean, you never want to be the one with a screaming <laughs> child, <laughs> but it happens. We it get does it. Happen, so. So it's awesome. Um, any other uh, experiences, um, ministries that you've been involved in? Um, I think that's it. I think those are all the ones we've done. I don't know. <laughs> goes by fast, though, doesn't it? It does. It does. I mean, from RCA now to him being in choir, I mean, we've yeah. just... How long have you been at St. John's then? I guess technically since we got married in 2015. Okay. My parents, um, friend Team Jackabouts, and my brother yeah. came when I started college. Okay. Um, started attending St. John's. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so my brother went through youth group yeah. at St. John's and everything, and then I just naturally came back my husband and i our first house was in millersburg and yeah. so it was just no well. brainer we're coming to st john's so that's awesome we love that's it. awesome that's been a, a good community for you yes. so yes. yes i know we've enjoyed getting to know you and it's been awesome and my kids really enjoy playing with your kids you know Thank that you. <laughs> so um last thing we'd like to close with is uh just any prayer intentions that you would have for the parish um, yeah, for my sister-in-law, um, Mo, she's expecting baby number two, um, my brother and her, um, beginning in November, so yes. I don't know when this will air, but pray for them. Yes. 
for all the young people of the parish, I just, young people are so important. And uh, St. John's, we're blessed with a lot of them, yes. but um, just to keep them uh, in your prayers. And then all those battling addiction. Yeah. Um, and for our priests, our priests have been phenomenal, but they, they go through so much and just to keep them in our prayers too. Absolutely. Yes. And you say all the young families, it reminds me we have our last barn talk. This will, yep. this will air long after that, but <laughs> it's so fun yeah. to see all those young families bring around the barn talks and the other events that we have at the parish. So yeah, we'll definitely say a prayer for them. So let's go ahead and close in prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, uh, we thank you for this opportunity to sit down and, and talk to Rita. We ask that you bless her family, uh, both her and Ryan and their children. Uh, we ask that you also bless all the other young families in our parish. Um, just give them the, the strength um, and the courage to um, just be a good parent. Uh, <laughs> it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of effort sometimes. Uh, but just give them all the strength um, to raise uh, good Catholic families. Um, we also ask that you um, pray for all those facing addictions. Uh, so many challenges there, but uh, bless the families that, um, that deal with that challenge. Again, patience, uh, fortitude, um, just tackling that that huge obstacle that uh, can exist with addictions. And finally, we ask that uh, you pray for our priests. We're so mm -hmm. thankful for the priests we've had at St. John's over the years. Um, we ask that you give them uh, the strength to, to serve our church. Um, and, and we also ask that you um, reach the hearts of all those young men and women uh, in our parish that they might, um, consider a vocation either to the priesthood or um, to religious life. And uh, again, we just ask that you uh, pray for our St. John's community. Um, give us strength. Help us to be strong. Help us to recognize um, how important it is to reach out to others and how important that sense of community can be, um, especially when people are going through crisis or, or challenges. Just help us to have open hearts to um, reach out to others in our parish and, and, and meet them where they're at and, and be supportive in whatever way we can. In your name we pray. Amen. And Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. St. John the Evangelist. Pray, pray for, for us. us. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of The Flock. We thank Rita for uh, uh, sitting down and uh, talking to us, and we look forward to our next guest. <laughs>